0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Arraignment watch. I feel like we should have some kind of very important news sounder for that. You know it's it's the hard hitting arraignment watch. don't don't don't. people are crazy certifiable at this stage of the game. There are actually people uh, there uh, supporting Trump and protesting Trump being divided by metal barriers screaming at each other screaming at each other. It is insane. Surreal and crazy. I actually uh, have exclusive audio of what it sounds like over there. I don't know
1: what we're yelling about!
0: Sounds about right. That sounds about right. We also got this in uh, late breaking.
1: Loud noises! There we
0: go. There we go. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got tony Eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. 468 8669 You like it? You don't like it? I, I would love to hear from you. Now, here is the schedule of events so you can understand what we're going to be doing. You have got Trump already in New York. He arrived yesterday. He is going to show up to the courthouse. He is going to get booked. He is going to be fingerprinted. There will be a mugshot. And that mugshot is going to end up on every T-shirt in America. We have already our team in place to immediately start making T-shirts. Why? Why? What? We, We shouldn't make money off this thing? We shouldn't make money off of his mugshot? Everybody and their mother's going to make money off this mugshot. It's going to be nuts. Trump is going to plead not guilty. He's going to have to put that plea in himself. I cannot imagine on any planet, anywhere, where Trump says anything other than not guilty. Meaning, like, no other words. I mean, he's not going to have any other plea, of course. Uh, But it's it's just going to be that. He's not going to say anything else. I can only imagine that his legal team has been very, very aggressive with him, saying, that's all you say. Don't speak to the judge. Don't go off-prompter, as they would say in the business then his team is going to file a motion to dismiss because their argument is a simple one. This is insane, and you know it. The indictment itself is set to be unsealed at the same time that Trump is being arraigned. So that would be 215. Once it's unsealed, my plan is to share as much of it with you as I can, so we all at least know, we all have a baseline from which to operate. After the arraignment, Trump will then get back on what they refer to as Trump Force One. I, I could not make that up if I wanted to. And then, and then he will fly back to West Palm, get back to Mar-a-Lago, where he will make a primetime address. I guarantee you that every news outlet is going to cover it. It is hilarious to hear people angry at news outlets. Why are you covering this? Why are you giving this guy any bit of your time? What do you mean, why are they giving him any bit of time? He's the reason for their existence. This was incredible. This was uh, MSNBC, Elise Jordan, being angry that Trump is not going to be handcuffed, and then lamenting all the coverage. Putting it this morning, it is the day of the dawn. A former president of the United States, Donald Trump, is going to stand before a judge and hear charges against him. He's
1: not going to get the cuffs. Yeah. It's been reported he's not getting cuffs. He's getting the kid glove treatment of what this would be. He's getting to go at his appointed time. He's going early uh, before the hearing. He could have done this over Zoom. Yeah. But that wouldn't be as good of a show. So he really know? is recreating the Trump show with this arre- with
0: turning himself in. It's just a repeat of the reality show. And it's a story. And- yes. And you desperately want it. If you didn't want any of it, would it matter to you if Trump was showing up in cuffs or not? He's getting the kid glove treatment. Well, you got to admit, he is a former president of the United States. Things might be a little bit different. Now, I agree. No one is above the law. If you cuff people, you cuff people. You cuff Trump and you bring him in, he raises another $50 million. Cuff him. Go right ahead. Knock yourself out. But the idea that you don't want the Trump show... You can complain about it all you want, but nobody believes you. Because deep down, Elise, whether it's MSNBC or CNN or The Washington Post or The New York Times or anybody else, every single person in cable news, while they're screaming, all oh, that Trump, and oh, we shouldn't be doing this, this is what's playing in their heads.
1: Welcome back.
0: They are so happy. Trump equals ratings. Clown show equals ratings. They are just overjoyed. They can't believe their good fortune and their good luck. They love this. When they heard there was going to be an indictment, in one loud rallying cry, news directors from every cable outlet across the country screamed, Yes! Yes!
1: Yes! Yes! Yes!
0: They're thrilled. They are absolutely, positively thrilled. Now let's discuss a little bit of this indictment. And we'll use the words of Jonathan Turley, who is a law professor at George Washington University. He was discussing this earlier today on Fox News. We will see uh, whether there's other
1: crimes. The other possibility is that uh, the district attorney took every single transaction and made it a separate crime. If that's the case, then he hasn't really improved uh, his position much because many of us believe that the effort to convert this New York misdemeanor into a felony using federal election law violations uh, really is legally flawed and may not survive judicial review. So multiplying that flawed theory 34 times doesn't make it 34 times stronger. So
0: we're going to have to see if there's something else in his hand. Now, this has to do with the number of charges against Trump. 34 counts as we're, we're hearing about it. So the whole conversation is about payments to Stormy Daniels. So um I don't know how else to say this. Um uh Trump was banging Stormy and then paid her to be quiet about it. I I don't I don't know if there is a a kinder way that I'm supposed to say that, but at this stage of the game I'm looking for brevity. The payment went through Michael Cohen. The uh former uh Trump lawyer And uh, I have uh, have his theme song as well. Michael Cohen has always been a tool. Michael Cohen was a tool when he was still with Trump. Trump hires some of the worst people, period. So Cohen pays off, Stormy. But how that payment went down... Well, that's the conversation piece because the money went from Trump to, to Cohen, Cohen uh, to, to pay her, and how it got categorized was improper. So, the way it was recorded, that's part of the problem. That recording issue is what the New York District Attorney, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, is trying to use in this case of making it a felony. He is saying that the, the improper recording proves that Trump was trying to pay for a vote, pay somebody off to influence the election, and that's a violation of New York state election laws. The level of mental gymnastics one has to do to get there is criminally insane. And so the people who are down with this, who love this um, this this indictment, have not yet answered the question about whether or not they believe in the rule of law at all. Well, look what Trump did. Look at what you're trying to do. So hateful of Trump. So desperate you're willing to throw it all out and make charges on things that aren't there. I didn't say you couldn't call Trump unethical. I didn't say you couldn't call Trump despicable. I'm not saying you have to vote for Trump. Being in favor of this is a sign of a sick mind. We're not going to agree to disagree. If you favor this indictment, there's something wrong with you. Tony, you don't know what's in the indictment. It hasn't been uh, unsealed yet. I concede. I can only discuss what I know. And people are out there cheering what it is we're discussing, what it is that we know. That you're taking something that is a misdemeanor every day of the week and twice on Sunday, that took place seven years ago, so there's a whole conversation about the statute of limitations, and you are, I said statute, not statute, statute with another T in there, of limitations, and you're taking that and saying, yeah, good stuff. You don't actually believe in a prosperous America. You don't believe in a rule of law. You believe in destroying the people you disagree with. And so we're clear those people are wrong. Those people are ugly. Those people are un-American. You want to defend that position? 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. You better come at me hard. You better have data. I'll listen. But if you come at me with emotion, prepare for what is next. It will it it will be um kinder than you deserve, but rougher than maybe you're used to from me. Jonathan Turley also makes a very good point. What happens when a judge looks at this indictment and goes, what, are you all crazy? Are you all certifiable? Because it's possible. Now, you have to assume that Alvin Bragg is not a fool, even though he is a, a, a partisan, and is figuring that he'll at least have the chance to bring this to trial. This gets thrown out? The embarrassment on embarrassment on embarrassment on embarrassment on embarrassment is never-ending but let's go back to more from jonathan turley does he have a new crime
1: Uh, there has been discussion that instead of having a new crime he might be also including payments for a second woman around that same time but once again that's a replication of the same underlying theory Yeah, we know that uh, David Pecker was in there twice, um, head of the newspaper company that was overseeing some of these, basically collect the story, then pay money, get money for it, and and sit on that story. And Karen McDonald is the other person that you refer to. Um, who was also involved in this kind of transaction. Is it relevant? Do you think that, that he made two appearances, David Pecker, and do you think that that might tell us a little something about the larger scope here, perhaps? It, it may he is most relevant to that second individual but that occurred around the same time it yeah. has the same of limitation problems the new york misdemeanor has a two-year statute of limitations it's dead as dillinger unless you can zap it back into life by saying that it was connected to a felony but what has been discussed for months is that that felony is a federal crime that was never charged by the department of justice and there's a good reason for that i don't think this is a federal election violation many people don't including people on the federal election commission so what we see in this indictment is very very important the reason this is such a sad day is that this indictment came about in the most political possible way if the indictment turns out as we've been discussing for months uh, it is really going to be one of the lowest points uh, for law in new york i have no problem with indicting a former president i don't even have a problem with indicting a sitting president but you have to do it for the right reason you know then it is a it is the vindication of the rule of law this would be the very degradation of the rule of law. If you take something seven years ago on this really attenuated legal theory and try to bag the president or former president. Now, Bragg promised to do that. You know, Donald Trump is his manifest destiny. He promised voters he would get him on something. Whatever comes out of that gate today better be more than this long debated
0: theory. Well, that's the truth. That's the truth. And I'm willing to bet, and I think if you got Jonathan Turley, George uh, Washington University law professor, to bet, not this is it. This is it. This is all they had. And he somehow felt that he had to do it. Had to do it. He didn't have to do it. He chose to do it. And that is the story. I will have every bit of it. I will share it all with you. Uh, there is no part of this we won't go over. Uh, but most importantly, most importantly, find the people out there, know where they are, who think that this, this is a a, a, a proper use of the, of the judicial system. And you will find the people who believe, like Stalin's man, Beria, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. These people are not... Envisioning the same America you and I are. I'm Tony Katz. No, I wasn't kidding about... Let me know. You, you you in favor of this indictment? I'm all ears. 833-468-8669. 833 got Tony. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. There are other things going on. And um, it's... It's kind of, uh, well, important, the other things that are going on. I seem to be in a trend on that this week already, already. And and one of those things that we should be asking ourselves, other things going on, other stories that matter, um, where, oh, where is Senator John Fetterman? Where is he? He is the senator from Pennsylvania, the one who had the stroke, and clearly is not capable of answering questions, clearly is not capable of understanding the questions being asked of him. And then he went to a Democratic retreat, and he had to leave because he was feeling lightheaded, and then a couple of days later, if not a week or, or so later, he was admitting himself to a hospital for clinical depression. A real thing. But... He's also a senator, and someone has to ask whether or not one thing is interfering with another thing. He, they, his press uh, team posted a picture of him getting briefings while he's in uh, the hospital. Um, you okay with this? This safe? The people of Pennsylvania really want this? They're not getting any representation. But what does it matter as long as they get a vote, right? Representation doesn't matter. Just vote the way the party wants you to vote. That's your job. That's why he got elected. We couldn't have uh, uh, Dr. Mehmet Oz. Oh, no, 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 no. He can actually answer a question. But he may have lived in Jersey and not Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvanians were turned off by that. And the people of Western Pennsylvania really thought that John Fetterman would care about people like them. John Fetterman isn't thinking of you. I don't even know if John Fetterman is thinking of Where's the senator? Why, is, why does no one care? You have a senator who brought himself to a hospital and no one asks where he's been? I'm asking where he's been. Meanwhile, Jill Biden, unleashing an insanity of a conversation because she thinks Iowa should be invited to the White House. We're talking about the women's basketball team after they lost to LSU. Oh, and by the way, why is anybody angry with LSU? All of a sudden, trash talking's a problem? We're all crazy. This is Tony Katz today. I got a man congratulations to both teams so i know we'll have the champions come to um to the white house we always do so you know we'll have lsu come but you know what i'm gonna tell joe i think iowa should come too because they played such a good game so right so winners and losers that's sportsmanship that's good sportsmanship no it's not joe biden it is insulting To the LSU women who won the NCAA championship, what's wrong with you? There are no participation trophies. We don't celebrate the runner-up. It's okay. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. This is madness. And LSU is right to laugh this off. But then again, everybody is talking about LSU because they're talking about Angel Reese. Now, I don't know Angel Reese from a looking cup, which is Yiddish for hole in the head. I don't know her. I know nothing about her. You know what I know about her? Championship game, she's throwing shade at Caitlin Clark. I didn't know anything about Caitlin Clark until she had these insane run of games. She's scoring 40 points, 40 point triple doubles. Dear Lord, that's pretty good. She gonna play in the WNBA, quite possibly. Maybe have herself a career. Fine, good, solid. But she had an insane run, and she had um, the the whole thing, where I forget it was it was in the semis. I think it was, uh, where uh, she did uh, the whole uh, John Cena you can't see me thing, right? It, I don't, I don't even know what it like. Like you, you wave your hand in front of your face like. Do you even know I'm here? I have so beat you so bad, you don't even know that I exist, which I assume uh, that it always was uh, for, from, from Cena. So she did that. I mean, she, she was smack talking. It happens. Player smack talk. I think it's ridiculous. I've never understood it. It's like the guys who celebrate after a touchdown. You got to have a dance. You got to have a move. You got to do this. You got to take the picture and show how tough you are. It's a touchdown. That's why you got paid. You get paid to score the touchdowns. Give the ball back to the ref. Go to the sideline. Get ready for the next play. That's your job. That's your job. If Barry Sanders, amongst the greatest running backs and the greatest players ever to play the game of football, could just hand it back to the ref, so can you, because you're not as good as Barry Sanders. You know how I know this? Because I watched you play, and you aren't giving the ball back to the ref, proving you're not as good as Barry Sanders. Just do it. Don't smack talk. Don't be ridiculous. But okay, Caitlin Clark was doing this for Iowa. She was doing this. Bring in Angel Reese. LSU has beaten Iowa. They win the championship. And during the tour, as the game is ending, well, she's doing those moves to Caitlin Clark, the whole you can't see me, uh, pointing to her finger because that's where the ring is going to go. And you could say, oh, poor sportsmanship. Sure. Why not? It's over. The game's over. LSU won. It's done. People are still talking about it, still commenting about it. First things first, you're commenting about women's basketball. And if it wasn't for uh, March Madness, you weren't even watching women's basketball. And yes, Caitlin Clark might go to the WNBA and Angel Reese might go to the WNBA. And no one will be watching because no one watches women's basketball. Don't get angry with me. Don't get upset with me. I've been to some games. It's actually quite physical. It's pretty entertaining. No one cares. They don't want to watch. If the WNBA didn't have the backup and the money of the NBA, the WNBA couldn't last for three hours. Don't get angry with me. That's a factual commentary. It just is. Well, that's because of the patriarchy. I don't care what it's because of. It's just a fact. You cannot get people interested in it. The only sport where women play and people are interested is soccer and tennis. Women's golf does not compete with men's golf, but women's tennis actually competes. And we see that women's soccer definitely competes. But on a world stage, outside of the World Cup, all the money is in men's soccer because far more people watch it and far more advertisers want to be associated with it. Be angry, be upset, call it misogyny, oh well. I think it's funny that the same people who think that men can declare their women and play in women's sports now want to tell you how it's misogyny when women don't get paid as much as men because the advertisers aren't there. That's just funny, people. That's just comedy. Angel Reese is smack talking Caitlin Clark. Okay. Caitlin Clark was smack talking other teams. What's the issue? What's the problem? Why are we talking about this? Why are people pretending to be upset by it? It's sport. This is a clearly what everybody wants. I think, it's, I think it's as ridiculous as the day is long. It's over. Oh, it's such poor sportsmanship. My gosh, it was so rude of, of of Angel Reese. No, it wasn't. Grow up. I love it when the sports guys get all offended. This is the... The it, it, the smack talk culture is the culture you cover day in and day out, and you don't mind it at all. You're cool with it. Oh, Now, all of a sudden, you're upset. Some people are saying, well, it's because Caitlin Clark is white. And Angel Reese is black. Now, you should know, I want no part of that insanity. Oh, no, God! None. None. But, you know, people are going to throw race in where they throw race in, and they, they got to do that because there's good money in it. You know, that's how they build their cred. Whatever it is, you see the opportunity, you take it. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not thrown away my shot. Angel Reese did nothing wrong. Nothing at all. If you don't like the smack talk, you don't like the smack talk. But it was in direct response to Caitlin Clark. We move on with our day. Let's go back to the ridiculousness of Joe Biden. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Joe Biden. You can never forget that she is a doctor. No, not the Doogie Hauser kind. Uh, he was a real doctor. Oh, I'm going to get emails. I'm going to get emails about that. You can, you, can, you can rest assured that's coming. You don't invite the losing team. What an insult to the women of LSU basketball. They won. The winner gets invited to the White House. The winner gets celebrated. Plenty of respect for Iowa, an incredible season, incredible play, but they lost because sometimes you lose. You see, kids, your parents didn't raise your right, and these people who claim to be leaders of our nation, they're afraid to raise your right. They're afraid to be honest with you. Sometimes you lose, and when you lose, you say, you know what, I'll get them next time. Don't get me wrong. It's not fun to lose. It stinks. But it happens, and you gotta deal with that. And the loser doesn't get to go to Disneyland, and the loser doesn't get to go to the White House. The winner goes to the White House. And it isn't about fair play and sportsmanship to invite both teams. The winner gets celebrated. And no one remembers who won silver. It's just the way it is. And that's not a bad thing. And don't get me wrong, we know the names of plenty of silver medalists and bronze medalists. Of course we do. They achieved, and it, and it matters greatly. Good on them. But the idea that you'd invite the loser is such an insult. Not only is it an insult to LSU, and, and we should be clear, it's an insult to LSU, and I think it was uh, uh, Angel uh, Reese who was, who was laughing it off. This is so, such a ridiculous idea. A ridiculous concept that you would even think of inviting Iowa? I think her response was nope. And that's the correct response. You're supposed to say nope. Because it's ridiculous. It's like Keith Olbermann, damn fool that he is, who referred to Angel Reese as a blanking idiot for taunting Caitlin Clark. It took Shaquille O'Neal telling him to shut up. Shut your dumb butt up, and he didn't use butt. Leave Angel Reese alone. To which Olbermann then apologizes, claiming that his remark was uninformed. And now he's saying that both Reese and Clark were wrong. You just had to have a comment. All the sports guys just love to have comments. All those sports guys who think they understand society and culture, the most self-righteous group of freaks you ever did run into. There is quite literally a handful of sports guys who have figured out how to do the political and cultural properly. Everybody else is a leftist freak show. A bunch of ignorant fools, whether they're on radio or on TV or in the press. It's pathetic. They all think they understand this. They've got this righteousness about them. And they all end up looking like morons. Keith Olbermann is just one in a long list of these sports guys who can't get their head out of their butt. Who think they're special. They think they're important. They think they know decency. They don't know anything about decency. Shaquille was absolutely right. And good on him. Good on him. Keith Olbermann deserved to get slapped around. Jill Biden is as wrong as you get. Because participation trophies are not the answer. When the UFC had the Forrest Griffin-Stefan Bonner fight. It was the fight that saved uh, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. It saved the UFC. I think, I think it was the first season of, uh, you know, where, where guys ch- fought their way in and then the winner got a contract. And that fight between Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner, I'm, I mean, to, to share a term that the kids use uh, about music, it was a banger. That fight was unbelievable. Two guys fighting their way to have a pro deal, quite literally leaving everything in the ring. Everything in the ring. And when the fight was done and Forrest Griffin was victorious, Dana White, who owns the UFC, said he was going to give both guys a contract. And the crowd went crazy. Crazy. They went nuts because what these two guys did was incredible. In the pantheon of the entirety of the UFC, going back to the days of Hoist Gracie and Ken Shamrock, that fight is in there in, I got to argue, top 10 of all-time fights and I can't imagine another fight that mattered more to the UFC, which if it didn't exist, there's no doubt that that MMA, mixed martial arts, would not be as popular as it is. Did Dana White pull a Jill Biden by giving both guys a contract? And the answer is no, because there was no question that Stephen Bonner Stefan Bonner, sorry, was gonna get a contract anyway. Of course he was gonna get a contract. Of course he was gonna fight. And he has since passed away. Which is a, a, a awful, awful story. That wasn't too long ago, right? Yeah, at the age of forty five. Just absolutely awful. Yeah, it was the end of December. It was uh, end end of December. He was going to get the contract anyway. You give him the contract. It wasn't a tournament, where li- li- like like uh, like March Madness, where you have this long history of the winner going, just like the Super Bowl winner goes. There have been great Super Bowls. No one said after the New England Patriots came back against the Atlanta Falcons and they still chant 28-3 in Foxborough if Atlanta's anywhere nearby. Somebody has to just mention Atlanta, and in New England they'll go 28-3 because that was the score when New England came back. Somebody opens up a Coke, which is based in Atlanta. Somebody else in Boston will go 28-3. Ha! They don't invite the Falcons. Well, you gave it a shot. That's not how it works. That is absolutely not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. And it shouldn't be in this case. Joe Biden is trying to be nice. We don't need Nice. We don't need to say of Angel Reese, how dare you taunt Caitlin Clark? Caitlin Clark was taunting other people. This is how it goes. Maybe you want to do something about taunting and Toto, but you'd have to go back to the beginning of the season to handle that, not just now. Look forward to LSU getting their, their just due because they deserve it. They won. Winning matters. And when you lose, better luck next time. I'm Tony Katz. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Walk with me. Finland. Over the finish line, and they have joined NATO. Finland,
1: Finland, Finland. The country where I want to be. Boney trekking or camping. All just watching TV. Finland, Finland, Finland.
0: It's the country for me. They realize that Russia's nuts. And they realize that, man, they better be prepared. And to be prepared, they're going to need a little bit of help. And that little bit of help is, of course, the United States. Sweden will be joining in a few months. Russia is not happy and they will respond, so look for some telecommunications issues, look for some provocative movements. It's coming. Russia is the problem. Well, China's the problem, Russia is just a different problem. It's arraignment day. What to expect? When will we know? It's all coming up soon. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. TonyKatz.Locals.com.